with Shade at Black Girls Texting. I know y'all see my text. You better answer me back. I'm Chels Pinky, also known as the Washing Machine Queen. I'm classically trained. Me, 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 me. It's Glenn at Bed Stuy Brat. Wow, you did us. Goodbye. Welcome, welcome to Black Girls Texting. Each week, we spill tea in our group chat, and each week, we share it with you. I'm Chelsea Pinky, also known as the Washing Machine Queen. I'm Glenn at Bedside Brat. And I'm Shade at Black Girls Texting. And today, we are joined by a very, very special guest. Her name is Kara, but like, don't you have like a totally new instant handle now? <laughs> yeah, I'm at intergalactic cheerleader. Okay. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's not Kara Cascade anymore. No. Even though that was, I was a huge fan of that name. I know, me that too. That is a good name. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so Kara's joining me here live in the Bay. It's like the ass crack of dawn because we like sprung forward or whatever, I don't know. But um, we are here to talk about all that Kara does in the amazing world of being a sex worker. <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> I'm so happy to have you. Um, sex work is real work. Mm-hmm. Real work. Whoa. Sex work is real work. <laughs> yes. And I think that having you on is great because not only do you speak openly about what you do, but you also advocate for a lot of women. So we'll have a lot of like different questions, diff- some things just out of curiosity and some things for you explaining kind of more about what's going on, especially um, here in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess we can jump right in unless you ladies had any other questions. No, let's jump in. Okay, great. <laughs> so Kara, tell us how you got started in the biz and exactly like the different things that you've done I obviously know but for the listeners yeah so um I was a teacher for two and a half years um and if you know anything about teaching is that teachers don't get paid shit girl um, for the all the work that you do talk about it so um (laughs) so um yeah, I was like working for a nonprofit, teaching out here, and um, then I was like, you know, I need a side hustle so that I can actually live my life um, because I was living paycheck to paycheck, and I started selling my panties on the internet and doing cam stuff. So I joined um, pantydeal.com. Shout out pantydeal.com. I'm dead. Um, <laughs> Wait, does that still exist, that website? Uh, yeah, actually, it does still exist. They, like, sent me a t-shirt, like, a week, like a few months ago. That's <laughs> That's I was hilarious. like, what the fuck? Like, how did they get this? It was, like, a sketchy package. And I was just like, oh, okay, this is cool. Um, now I could rep Panty Deal. Um, <laughs> but I would um, sell videos of myself, you know, um, masturbating or um, blowing balloons up till they popped or oh, oh my gosh yes tell them about the balloons he, <laughs> he, he like liked a specific balloon brand yeah so people <laughs> people who like um, 
have this fetish of uh, balloons popping are called lunars. And uh, the reason why they're called lunars is because um, they have balloons called uh, lunar world balloons. And they're huge balloons. They're like... Like, it takes eight minutes for me to blow up one of these balloons, uh, just to give you an idea of how big these balloons are. Um, but yeah, he like was a consistent client, and he would buy a video from me every week. He would buy the balloons. Like, he'll send me money to buy the balloons, and then I will make these videos for him. Wait, can um, I ask, what would he so, pay for a video like that? For a video like that, $50? Fifty-four, like an eight-minute video of me blowing up a balloon until it pops. Amazing. <laughs> Glenn's like, what was the website again? So now, right, like, yeah, what right. Were the, how did I you can, I can the give payments? you his kick. <laughs> 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 yeah, um, yeah. So uh, I was just like making videos like that, and uh, and you know other videos like striptease videos. Um, there was like a video where I was just like literally just opening and closing my vagina because that's what the guy wanted. He just wanted to like no, not even any rubs or like moaning or anything. It was just like silence. This is my pussy. I'm shook. <laughs> yeah, I was really. Oh my god. <laughs> that makes me think of like a Wait. very like twenties like no like black and white. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how do you find it. these people? Okay, so um. On pennydale.com, you kind of have a profile. Like you have oh. pictures of yourself, and then you advertise um, a kick. And then kick is kind of like an AOL instant messenger situation. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like... Um, so because guys loves kick, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I was going to say, do you guys know what kick is? Because some people yeah. don't know. Um, but, yeah, it's like, you know, kind of a way that you can start talking to people, um... And, uh, yeah, so then you talk through Kick, and you advertise your, your services on your, your web page. I also had, like, a Reddit page um, that I would advert, like, I would, like, post, being, like, oh, like, here's a picture of me, and, like, here are my rates. And so, like, that was another way that I would advertise. Um, Young entrepreneur. <laughs> on Reddit. Yo, everything yeah, happens yeah. on Reddit. It's crazy. Yeah, Reddit? Yeah. Weird world. Shout Reddit. out to Serena Williams. His husband, uh, dead ass. <laughs> why? Why shout out to Serena? What's her husband? He created Reddit. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, Winning. that's dope. What's the craziest thing you've ever sent? The craziest thing I ever sent. Oh, um, probably pee videos. <laughs> Peeing where? Um, like in the toilet or on the floor? Okay. So I would lay out a bunch of uh, towels. And then um, pee through my panties because that's what people are into. Like, I guess like seeing like an accident or, oh. you know. Oh um, so I would wear like panties. I mean, it's kind of weird, you know, this whole like daddy little girl exactly. thing. Like, but mm. like I'm I'm into it. Like I don't know. I'm into like this this fetish. Um, but like I would wear like panties that. Are like baby pink and like <laughs> I'm trying to envision this right now. Oh my god! And um and then pee through my panties 
and then it's just like 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 drink hella water and like pee for like a minute straight and you would just yeah. be like oh no yeah <laughs> exactly it's just like Oh, like, oh my god I'm making an accident like, <laughs> wait i was gonna ask like if you were doing this like purely for the money or if you yourself are enjoying you know doing this that's a really good question chelsea because i feel like i do it both like for the money mm-hmm. and because i really enjoy it you know, not all sex workers enjoy their work, yeah. um, just like any other job. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, like I really do enjoy um, making other people feel mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I also love being submissive. And um, I also love dancing. So um, I was also dancing for like two months. <laughs> but um, you got a little longer wait, than you two months in. I stopped dancing. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know if, like, should we get into, you know, what's going on out here? Um, yeah, let's get into it. Well, <clears throat> do you want to go in terms of the progression of your career or whatever? Um, okay, yeah. Let's go in, like, the progression of my career. So, um, so yeah, I was making these videos. I stopped teaching, and I was just, like, fully camming. I started doing live cam stuff. Um so, like, um, if you go on any of these, like, streaming websites, like, if you heard of Chatterbait or Cam Soda, mm-hmm. um, or... I'm not like, mm-hmm. like that. Oh, shit. <laughs> 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 knows all the sites and all the stars. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, what's so funny is that there's this shirt that I've been seeing, like, around the internet that's, like cam girl resume and it's like all those sites because like you do kind of shop around to see what site works best for you yeah mm. um like for me i really like cam soda but i did like stream me what's the difference between the sites um like the kind of people that come into your chat room and then also like how fun the chat room actually is mm. um because i really liked cam soda because um you can like spin slot machines and spin the wheel and there was just like all this like interactive stuff oh my um, god is it like that netflix movie that we i know Cam. i know Cam girl. okay <laughs> that's all i'm that thinking about oh my god you know it kind of is that's why when we were watching it i was just like this is so funny because this is like really great we're like greeting everybody that comes into your room and um you know playing games with them but i would never do you know like some crazy shit like pretend like i'm killing myself kara and i had like a slumber party and i don't know how this happened like at like three three in the morning she like woke up and started watching netflix and i was like what the fuck are you doing and then she was like i don't know this like cam girl movie is like interesting to me and then we both just like played (laughs) Up and watched it, and I was like, "This is the dumbest thing I've ever seen." And I that went back to sleep. That freaked me the fuck out. Yo, it was the dumbest thing I've ever seen too. That, that shit fucked me up. It but started it off really cool, of, then it just like went a, left. A smidge of truth. It started off with truth because it is kind of like that. Like you're in a, your bedroom or in a room that's designated for camming. Like I, I would love to have a room that I like put aside to just have like fluffy things and like all my right, sex all toys and all this stuff exactly um but yeah i would do it in my bedroom <laughs> your sex toys wait so do you use have a whole room my sex toys cam girl, cam girl beef right cam girl beef 
Mm. Like your competitors? No, no. Because, like, also when you're camming, um, you're, like, in your own room. You're not really worried about what's going on in other other chat rooms. Um, the only thing is um, when the market gets saturated with mm. people who do things for much less than you. Yes. So, um, like, on pantydeal.com, you'll, like, look at people's... Um, web pages like their 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 profiles and like if someone is selling panties for like fifteen dollars then you're like come on like you know that's not how much you could be selling your panties for but then they will more likely like you know sell their panties because guys want to exactly yeah so there's like you know like little nuances like that um But but do you sorry going back to cam girl do you have, like, specific um, visitors to your chat room that are, like, super loyal, come in every week or whatever? Oh, my God, yeah. And I love them. Oh. I, I, like, actually love these people because, like, they're so happy whenever they see me on and they're, like, you know, giving me money. And, like, I know that they're getting off. They'll be, like, they say thank you at the end of the, at the you know? Oh. I'm just, like... Oh, weird. Like, you know, after they came, they would be like, thank you. Like, have a good night. I'm just like, for sure. Wait, so do you <laughs> do... should be saying thank you. Do you do, like, themed performances when you're camming? Or, like, develop uh, no, some type of show like, or whatever? I do, like, dress up. No. Um, yeah, not like that. Uh, that you should tell them, girl. like, your aesthetic, I think. My aesthetic is intergalactic cheerleader. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> That's kind of my... <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Like, I remember when we met up with you at the strip club. Is that kind of your aesthetic? Like, the two buns and the little mini skirt and big yeah. boots? Colors. Exactly. Colors. Yeah, because like, I feel like some people, they wear like all red or all black or like... You know, like the like dark, seductive, more sexy, domish, domish, yeah. yeah. But I'm like playful, like space girl. That's just like you know, I wear fuzzy ears and I wear like brightly colored lingerie, rainbows, and um, yeah. It's like like whenever someone's just like, oh, like who are you? And I'm like, I'm a party girl, like I'm a party <laughs> animal. <laughs> I'm, that's I'm a Done. party animal. Yeah, so like that's my aesthetic is like fuzzy rainbows. <laughs> that's cute. So, Fun. when did you transition onto being a into being a sugar baby? Were you camming and sugar babying at the same time? Yeah. So, um, I was camming and sugar babying for like a couple <laughs> I months. Love that we made that a verb. <laughs> sugar babying. <laughs> Um, for a couple months, um, I mean, even when I was uh, teaching, I was like on seeking arrangement, you know, trying to like do anything to help with like being able to live my life and save money because I was not saving any mm-hmm. money at all um, when I was teaching. And um, so I had, like, you know, one guy who I would meet up with every once in a while. And, like, we didn't even get busy, but he was, like, cashing me out. Um, <laughs> you said it. Get busy. <laughs> <laughs> who says that? I was very yeah. taken aback, actually. Get busy. 
Yeah, but you know what? I'm here for it. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to incorporate that. I think it's cute. <laughs> get, get busy. busy. <laughs> like who the fuck says get busy? Well, anyway, I get paid to get Oop. busy. So <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I am the expert, bitch. <laughs> so um, yeah, I. Like, there was, like, one guy, he was older. Like, he must have been in his 60s or something. Um, And he was just happy to, like, have me around because he, like, I was, like, this, like, youthful energy. And, yeah, like, that was really cool. But we just eventually stopped. um, (coughs) We, like, stopped hanging out because he had a wife that came back in the picture. And so, um, yeah, then uh, I was continuing my uh, camming thing. And then I met this other sugar daddy who I'm still seeing right now. And it's been, like, over a year. It's, like... Wait. It was longer than that. I thought it was... I thought that was ending. Yeah. You see, this... What happened was... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The thing is, is that, like, if you have someone cashing you out the way that he cashes me out... Like, it's really hard to let go of. Can you share how much you're getting cashed out? Um, I get two Gs a week uh, for hanging out with him. So, like, a G a day um, every time I see him. Love so it. So I get, like, 100 racks a year for hanging out with this one guy. Bruh. I wouldn't do nothing <laughs> else. Like, what? I really would do nothing like, else. Mine is That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just... And this is not always a sexual exchange. It's like literally spending time sometimes. Is that true? Yeah, like we'll go on a shopping spree and I'll still get cashed out at the end of the day. Wait, do you get more when you do have sex with him? Uh, no. So I would get like in my hand like 1600 to two mm-hmm. um, every day or, you know, every week. Mm-hmm. Um depending on, and I don't get bonuses sometimes, you know, like, I get, bonus. I get bonuses, because if, you know, like, if I was, like, a really good anal slut, he's just like, wow, I'm so proud of you, like, here is, oh my God. you know, another 300 or whatever, so. Oh, yeah, that's your fave, huh? I love anal sex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, girl. What, what do you love about it? Um, everything. I already know what you're going to say. <laughs> What, DP? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I love, like, having a dildo in my pussy and, like, getting fucked in the ass and then being able to take it all. And, like, just, I'm just like, yes. Like, wow. I'm, like, thinking about it right now. I love it. Ah! (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I feel you, girl. It's like seeing how much I could take. (laughs) Oh, my God. Kara is also a unreal sport. (gasps) Oh, like, bitch, that's why you out no here sense. winning. Wait, you've seen this, Sade? <laughs> Have I seen it? Kind of, yes. Kind of, Oh, yes. I'm like, yeah, you're speaking like you know. <laughs> <laughs> Do they know? I know something. Oh, yeah, story time. What happened? <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I won't really get to in detail. Just some experiences Shade came with yep, me air it out. on a trip <laughs> Shade, she came with me on a trip oh god 
And, you know, one of his other, you know, girls were with us too. So me and him and her were definitely going to have a threesome. But Sade was just there for emotional support for me because I just wanted her to be a part of this experience. <laughs> not not a sexual experience, but just the festival that we were going to and all this stuff. But we were all in one hotel room. So, you know, me and, you know, my sugar daddy and this other girl, we've already gotten busy before. Like, you know, we, we sometimes, like, play with other other girls. Um, but Sade was our camera woman. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking live for it. You know. I live, I live when, for it. When else would you do that in your life? Wow. Sorry, so were you getting like good angles or were you just like I, was, kind of I actually shot? got like very invested in the role. Um, and <laughs> she was hella good. Did you yell yeah. cut at any point? Yeah. No, you did not. <laughs> She like, would be like, come over here. Uh, she was directing. Kind of lift she your ass a little bit so that I can see <laughs> the lips. I really, really was. Like, it started off, like, very much like me, like, okay. And then the next thing I know, I was like, Ooh, this is really good. entertaining. I was she like, started spanking me. Oh, God. Okay. Yes. She <laughs> you were there. You did it. Right. She was just getting into it. She was just getting into it. She didn't realize. You know, she was like just really playing into the role. Because you guys Thank had you. so many it. accessories exactly. that I've never seen before. Oh, like, like all the sex toys. Like what so many some? toys. There was like a paddle that mm-hmm. had like a hard side and a soft side. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I need that paddle. I'm mm-hmm. like, this is like, this is amazing. Shadé's a low key dom, which I learned yeah. that day because mm-hmm. I'm so submissive. But no, yeah, it no, makes sense. You're like femdom. Yeah, I feel I'm like that. I'm like, obvious. yeah, high key, high key. Yeah, high key. Um, so <clears throat> you know, aside from that, um, tell us more. Oh, I have oh, a question sorry. about this. Really <laughs> well, do you quick. have any about like okay. equity? Like, how do you remain like equitable in these kinds of relationships? Because you said two things that like you know you're going to get a certain amount of money. So it seems like you guys made a. Um, like, you have to be really clear about, like, the terms of your arrangement. And then if you're bringing in mm-hmm. other people into, like, your bedroom and stuff, it seems like there would have to be a lot of, like, trust there and a really strong, like, foundation. So if you could speak to, like, mm-hmm. I guess cultivating that type of relationship with your your sugar daddy. Yeah, so, yeah, thank you for asking that because m- me and him, like, there's definitely love there. Like, I know that he's so in love with me. Like, he is so in love with me that, like, he tells me all the time, like, nobody's going to replace you. Because, like, he also, like, the amount that he gives me, he usually, like, that's, like, his bitch fund. You know? Like, that's, like, how much he would just share with, like, all the girls that he's seeing. So, um, and <laughs> I'm... Fund. It's his bitch fund. For real. He's just, like, I usually put aside 100 racks for, like bitches and um and I'm getting all of that so like anything extra is like like they're definitely getting less than me and like I'm number one or I guess I'm a bottom bitch (laughs) Mm -hmm. wow yeah so (laughs) so um yeah there's hella trust there and like also like he wants more of me like I know that he would even give me more money if I was to hang out with him three four times a week or 
live in his house. Like, like these are things that he definitely wants. Doesn't he want to marry you? He wants to marry me. He wants me to have his babies. Like, he wants oh, me. Real mm. bad. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Oh, my God. How like, are you not a dom in that situation? How am I not a dom? Yeah. I feel like, isn't that, like, doesn't that, does that feel, like, powerful almost that he like, oh, totally. wants you so much and like you're like no i'm good um yeah definitely um and i there's like this thing called like financial domination mm. um where a person would be like um it's like if, if imagine like a sexual like scene where like you know someone is like being dominant but like using finances as a form of you know, so like a girl could even just be like, give me a hundred dollars or like, give me five hundred dollars. Or the guy will be like, like, I can take this away from you. And that's like, I don't personally like that um, because I don't know. Like, I, I do hear a lot of girls like talking about guys like, oh, they're tricks, they're tricks. And like, yeah, like they are. But like, I don't want to have that mentality either. It's just like this is a relationship. Mm. Um, and like. I would see a trick as someone who um, I maybe do like like one like like one time or like a couple times we like have this interaction, but like me and him have more of like a relationship relationship where like if we're going through some shit we could just like call each other and like talk it through. So did that answer your question? Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Okay. Um. Wow. So. Sorry, no. Glenn. Um, Glenn's r- taking her notes. I'm taking it back. I know. So, <laughs> at one point you transitioned. Wait, that's going to be really loud. Kara's over here playing with little doodads on the table. Oh my bad. Maybe you shouldn't have doodads on your table. I know. Yeah. I shouldn't. I'm glad you around. Persists. I got to clear it off. I'm a cat. <laughs> um, you do have cat energy. <laughs> you do. That's why it's really funny. Um... So at one point you were with your daddy, but then also started to dance. Mm-hmm. So can you tell us about how you got into dancing, your experience with dancing, and then like all the ins and outs of that? Yeah. So I had been wanting to dance for a while because like I was um, taking classes. I even I was like ready. You know, before I had met him, I was like just trying to hone all the hustles, camming, panties, um, and then dancing was going to be next, like having sugar daddies. Um, So then when I met him, I kind of just like didn't need to focus on that other stuff anymore because I was like, like racking up and I was just like, okay, well, there's no reason for me to like expend more energy. So um, I even like had a stripper pole. I still have a stripper pole in my house that I would like practice on. Um, and then crazy I'll, upper body strength. Thanks, girl. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like I really wanted to kind of like move away from depending on him for so much um, because it was becoming kind of like financial dummy in a way that's like, he's just like, like oh, I'm, I'm doing all this stuff for you. I don't understand why you wanna, don't want to hang out with me more. And like I don't want to hang out with him mm-hmm. more. Um, he's just hard to be around because like I'm doing a lot of like emotional work and sexual labor, and like there's just a lot that goes into it. It's not easy. Wait, I have a question. Do you yeah. call him daddy? 
I do call him daddy. Wait, is that <laughs> weird to call someone else daddy? No, no, it's not weird at all. <laughs> Does it, yeah. Yeah, like, I literally, if you type in my phone, thank you, uh-huh. daddy comes up as a suggestion. You say it that much. <laughs> Or if you say I love you, Daddy will like definitely come. Oh my god! Didn't you accidentally text? I accidentally texted my mom, Daddy. Oh my god! Does he call you? And I was like, does he call Mommy. You, does he call you baby? <clears throat> yeah, he calls me baby. I just wonder. He calls if, me baby the, face. Like, I don't know. the The whole thing around Daddy, and it's like one part like. You're giving the person, I guess, like a, it's like power, right? Is it? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. Or establishing their dominant role almost. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, I look at it as, like, respect, too. It's just like, yes, daddy. Like, thank you, daddy. Because like, so he's taking care of me. Like, did you have that. to give your dad a new name or do you just call him daddy still? I never call my dad daddy. Do okay. you call your dad daddy? Do you, I, do. Yeah. I think you do. I mean, when I was like a kid, yeah, I called no, my I, dad daddy. I said daddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think when I was a kid, but like not as an adult, I don't call my dad daddy. I still call my dad daddy. So, you know, let's just talk about my minor PTSD. <laughs> um, yeah, I call him daddy, and I love it. I'm just like, yes, daddy, like, you know, and then whenever he speaks me, I say, thank you, daddy, and like... Wait, so have you all, do you respect. all, like, like in public, is this, like, something that you do in the bedroom, like, very kind of obvious roles, or is it, like, all the time you're together, like, even in public, like, everywhere? I mean, if I was, like, at a department store, I wouldn't yell, like, daddy, come over here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, I would call him by his name, um, but <laughs> but when we're, like, you know, out and about, like, I'm just, like, oh, daddy, I want this, or, like, you know, like, low-key, um, but not so that, like, other people can hear, because it is kind of kinky, like, it is, like, a kink, so, yeah. <laughs> but I think he definitely likes feeling like he's, like, taking care of you. Exactly. Like, in public, he's, like, very doting, like, mm-hmm. on you, and, like, a paternal-esque way totally yeah like he like wants he wants to take care of me and like he takes care of better care of me than my dad ever did so Mm. (laughs) so maybe there's some deep-rooted daddy issues in here yes (laughs) we'll have to table that (laughs) yeah i've got a good therapist she just moved to oakland (laughs) oh for sure i think she's latina i don't know she's she looks mixed all right. <laughs> well, we'll have to, you know, get that contact. Yeah. Um, I'm uh, thinking of, oh, I'm thinking of so many things. Yeah, go for it. I have to gather my thoughts. <laughs> and I'm well, also high. And well, this is Chelsea, blowing my mind. <laughs> God, Lord. While Chelsea's gathering, um, can you share some of the bullshit that's going on with dancing in well, do you want to explain how you oh, were yeah. in SF and then Vegas and then all that jazz? Totally. Clearly, Karen and I are very close. <laughs> <laughs> You're my girl. Um, so in November, okay, I'll just start uh, with like, so yeah, in November, um, there was a law that passed. It was like just um, like a court ruling 
saying that contracted workers, like all contracted workers, um, have to um, be employees of of uh, of an organization or of a, of a company of a space, um, and that really impacted dancers because um, they were all contracted workers. Um, so when you're a contracted worker, you can just pay a stage fee and that that's the only club fee that you need to pay and, and then tipping everyone out all your tips and all your dance money will go to you and that's pretty chill that's why like good stripper money is like good you could leave with like a rack without even having to have sex with anybody or like without you know mm-hmm. so um it's so like that was pretty chill strippers were happy but then since this new thing happened, now dancers are being um, paid minimum wage. And the first 100, and this is so fucked up. Like, this is, like, really, like, annoying. So basically, the stage fee is always $150, regardless of the day. So Mondays and Sunday nights are hard nights those are not really like pop-in nights that you're probably even you know gonna be making three hundred dollars um because you have to like hustle real hard so um the first 150 dollars in dance money goes straight to the club Damn. um first 150 dollars yeah goes straight to the club then after that all 60 percent of your dance money goes Wait. to the club that's all your money. So 150 and then the 60%. That's all Wait, your money. So but then you can't go you home choose what night you dance? Um, yes and no. Because now that you're an employee of the club, you um, now that you're an employee of the club, you have to like be on a schedule. There's like a payroll. There's like, Jesus. um, and you have to like, you know, work 20. They, they were trying to get me to work at the club four days a week. Four days a week. <laughs> like that's out of control. And then, like, and then they have you, like, working, like, um, one Saturday or Monday because nobody wants those shifts. Um, one other weekday shift, and then you could work Friday and Saturday. Um, when really, I'm trying to work, like, one weekday shift and maybe one or two weekend shifts. Um, just to, like, be fair. But even three days a week is, like, the part, the whole thing about being a contracted worker is that you could pop in whenever you want. Right. You don't. You don't need a schedule, but now they have like a strict schedule. Girls are getting fired. Like, you know, it's, and that's the shit that would never happen. And it's very like labor intensive. Like, when we were in Vegas, you guys would be like covered in bruises. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, it's like really hard work. Like, twerking on the floor for like 15 minutes Mm. straight is taxing on the body. Yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, sounds and then, like, like a great workout, actually. Oh my god, yeah, I feel like I was hella fit, but <laughs> I still am hella fit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, like I, I had wished that I had, like started dancing sooner because that's like where the real money like was, and now. Um, the, the energy in the clubs are really, um, I don't know, like, it's just, like, really hostile in there now because girls are really trying to make money. Because, like, if you're, 
you know, working on a Monday night, you'll be lucky. I went home with $40 Oh, my God. $40. For how many hours were you there? I was there, I mean, including, you know, the hourly wage of $15 an hour. So, like, what? I don't know. I was probably there for, like, six hours <gasps> or something. No. Yeah. Wait, And what? you have to stay your whole shift because what? it's not even like, you, yeah. It so was, why does anyone hustling. do that now with this I don't, law? I, I stopped dancing because I just felt like I was exploiting myself at that point. Um, I was just like, this is out of control. Like, um, say if I sold two, if I sold two $100 dances, I'm only seeing not even $50 of that because the club is keeping 60% of that. Right. That's nope. and your, nuts. And your 150 fee. That's so nuts. Like, yeah. So say if I sold $200, 150 goes to the club immediately and then... I keep 60% of 50, whatever that That's is. That's bullshit. Or 40%, 40%. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of girls are going to other states. Exactly. So I went to Vegas. I felt like I like was living there for like a month. You, you kind of were. <laughs> I did kind of live there for a month. Um, and like there are so many... <laughs> Sorry, Zashani just has a weird toy on her table. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Stop! You went to Vegas. Sorry, I went to Vegas, and um, yeah, like there are hella girls from California there. So all the clubs are like packed with hella girls. Like I feel like Vegas already has a lot of strippers, but then imagine all the strippers of California leaving and then going to Vegas. It's a stripper migration. It was. A, it really was. <laughs> I'm dead. I shouldn't laugh because that's really fucked up. But it really is. So many dancers are now, because it's all of the state of California. That's um, So LA, you can't even go to LA or San Diego or whatever um, because like they're all experiencing that. And then it's making dancers do things that like, they probably wouldn't normally want to do, like, um, I don't know, like, I heard a lot of girls, like, crying in the locker rooms in, in California, um, like, crying in the locker rooms because they're not making any money, and, like, they need to feed their kids, they need to, like, there's just, like, mm-hmm. you know, and then they're, like, oh, That's well, I guess I up. have to hang out with this trick, or, like, they're turning to pimps, oh or, like, and it's really, like, hella pimps at the clubs, so many pimps at the clubs because like they know what's going on and that these girls are desperate. I saw girls like fighting at the clubs over money because like there were people throwing money, throwing money, you know, just like at a group of girls. And then when it came down to like picking that money up, a whole fight broke out because it's just like girls are trying to get their money. Yeah, it sounds like a damn. That's insane. Like a lot of what you were saying, like your your journey into this world was about finding like autonomy and like independence and being able to make your own schedule and just be in charge of your own body and this kind of shit puts so many like stipulations on that like you can't mm-hmm. yeah absolutely yeah it's like taking like it's like taking back control so like uh, like you know we're just it's again patriarchy right. taking control and like fucking women over mm-hmm. um because who's benefiting from the, the dancers, a white man at the end of the day who owns the club, 
Like, that's where the money is going. And then, like, even the managers at the club, um, like, I don't know. Sometimes, they like, there, there will be, like, good managers and bad managers. But, like, they would just be like, oh, you need to hustle harder. You need to hustle harder. That's then. Oh, like your house mom. Yeah, like, my house mom, like, she reached out to me because I was really upset one night when I went home with $40 after, like, busting my ass. And, like, I did sell some dances, but then, you know, then people want to get tipped out. The security guard who walks me to my car needs to get tipped out. And, like, they're all feeling the impacts of this. Like, I don't know. I don't know if it's, like, the end of strip clubs in California. Like, sounds like the it. end days. Because it sounds like you would be a fool to keep working there. Yeah, yeah. You're not making your money. Like, that's, you know. Totally. And girls are being sent home because they're not reaching their quota. And the that's quota insane. is 150. Um, which, There's like, so much pressure. Again, on a slow night, it's not easy. Exactly. Like, like. I feel like sometimes people are just like, oh, like it's just one, you know, whatever. Like you can you can hustle harder, but it's hard enough on a Monday night to get one fifty. Like I would be happy if I had two hundred in my pocket mm-hmm. on a slow night. Um, but yeah, in Vegas, um, it was really fun because like Vegas is just like people are there to like spend money. But then I had a really weird shift where I would start at 2 a.m. It was like 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. and oh. Or 2, 2 a.m. to 8 a.m. or some shit like that. And um, again, there was just like hella pimps in the club. And the girls were doing more than dancing in the back room. And that also saturates the... the, the um, What's the word I'm looking for? Market. It saturates the market. Yeah. Yeah. Because why would they go dance when they can get their dicks up? Exactly. So I had to leave a club because one, they made me change my aesthetic. They were like, take out your nose ring. You can't wear fuzzy ears. And um, also like my rainbow boots that I like to wear, like my rainbow, like clackety heels. You know what? (laughs) Clackety. Yes. (laughs) Um, So... Yeah, I was just like, I was like, okay, you know, this is like one of the higher end clubs. Um, But like, I was like stoked to even like have been hired there. Um, But then they made me change my aesthetic. And then also those girls were doing more. Also, there was a lot of fake asses and fake titties. And like, you know, I'm, I'm fine with, you know, people changing their bodies, but I'm all natural. So like, why would someone spend a hundred dollars to have a private dance with like a natural girl when they could get their dick sucked by a girl who has hella body work and looks like a Barbie? Damn. <laughs> For a hundred dollars. So I left that club and I went to another club um, in Vegas and that one was way better. Like there was just like better vibes. Um, the girls were nicer. Um, it was just so much better. So then I like worked there for like the rest of my time. But damn, I'm just imagining this. Wait, so do you think do you think more women are like who are dancing are now encouraged to get like fake boobs and and stuff like not necessarily because they want to but because they have to continue to earn? No, no. I don't think anybody is doing it cuz they have to. It's mostly cuz they want to like you know, I think it's just an aesthetic thing. Like, I 
I don't know. Like, sometimes I saw booties that were, like, done way too much. Like, they were, I'm like, holy shit. Like, how are your legs holding up that booty? <laughs> I like, <laughs> you know, and um, there are, like, I'm, I'm very, like, serious that there are, like, a lot of pimps you have to deal with. Like, you know, and they might encourage it for their, for, you know, their, their, Gain. Gain. You said gang. Gain, not gang. Wait, so do they pay for it? Um, no, pimps don't pay for anything. They take your money. <laughs> they take your money to flip it to make more. But like do you, I don't know if you ever get to see it. The thing is okay, the reason why Wait, so I, why I, like, does anyone pimps, go to a pimp? Um, because it's like false promises. It's like for a person who like really wants to make good money because like pimps do have like the clientele of tricks or like of johns and they could like link you to Mm. like make racks but things that they're gonna want to see the racks at the end of the night um like i was just like talking to this pimp because like he had like a really cool jacket and and grills and i was just like i like your grills and i didn't even like oh my god I didn't think about it. But then I started talking to this other girl because she was like looking at me and shaking her head, like, don't talk to these people. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, oh, like, there's a group of like <gasps> cute guys and like they definitely look girl. like they have money. But they were definitely like just trying to like. People scout. just be pimps. They were yeah. scouts. Girl, I'm really dead because I'm thinking like you're in the strip club, <laughs> people throwing money, whatever. And it's just like, they're, they could be whole ass pimps. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, Chelsea, that night that we went to the strip club, mm-hmm. did you see how there would be, like, random, like, black guys kind of, like, hovering in the nooks and crannies? No, yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. kind of like, these guys, like, are just, like, voyeurs. Yeah, and it really sucks because, like, like I'm not trying to, like, say like or, like, not give attention to, like, black or brown people in the club, um, but, like, a lot of the girls it's like an unsaid thing to just like like no those are pimps right. and like that's i don't know it really sucks but then it's also like we need to protect it's ourselves scary. but yeah like i would have never known about this until like this girl was like shaking her head at me being like don't it was like my first night too and she was just like don't talk to these people but that's so good that there was like some sisterhood there because i feel like the difference between you describing like sf versus vegas was like at least sf well before things got really really crazy the girls were really like some of them were a little nicer whereas like some places it's just like fucking crazy intense like yeah mm -hmm. have you seen the players club i haven't so many people oh you need to to watch watch that tonight are you kidding girl that is a classic (laughs) i've never seen it i know i'm really are you all i haven't seen a lot of things i'm supposed to see you haven't seen the Players Club. Lisa Ray gets up on stage and does a dance and is naked. Well, I know I've seen oh. enough parts of it to probably have seen the whole thing, but I need to like sit and see it. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch that tonight. That movie I'm, is so good. I was gonna say I think like, I'm gonna have to see that tonight. Yeah, it's so Lisa good. Lisa John. And yeah, and it was when she was like younger and like it's so crazy. Wait, so this good. makes me think because you said something. Bernie Mac, Jamie Foxx is in it. Sorry. <laughs> I know, clearly. I'm I'm watching it. I'm about to pull it up. <laughs> but you said something earlier, Kara, about like the bouncer that walks you to your car has to get tipped out. And I started to think about like safety. Like what is how do you mm-hmm. what is that like in all of these professions, like different parts of the industry that you've worked in, how have you mm-hmm. like made sure you were safe? 
Yeah, so um, with I actually felt really safe inside the club. Mm. Like I felt and like getting walked to my like escorted to my car. Like um, I knew that the bouncers that's what they're there for is to protect the girls. Although I felt like in one club, the one club in Vegas where um, there was like other activities happening, um, I feel like the management just didn't care. Um, so that kind of puts like the the girls like that puts the women in the dangerous position because they're just like like whatever like we're getting our money. <laughs> Excuse me. So um, yeah, but as far as like the club in SF that I worked at, um, I felt pretty safe. Like I yeah I don't know, um, and then I also feel like. Uh, what they do too is like to not have as many pimps in the clubs is they play different kinds of music, um, which is like a really weird thing to do. Like they'll just like randomly start like putting on a bunch of white girls and play rock music um, just instead of having (laughs) hip hop. Yeah. It's really, so like even like there's like little things like that, that happen that like you probably wouldn't realize because like you know you're not like a part of the club um but there's like little things like that that they do um and and another club in vegas the one that i liked um they were strict on um no solicitation Mm. so even if like a girl was um you know trying to exchange a number whatever like you can just get kicked out for that and what about other like when you were um, like actively meeting with sugar daddies you were meeting them, just making sure you're meeting in public places mm-hmm. and things like that. Definitely, definitely. I would always like that was like my screening. My screening was um, just like going to, uh, you know, get a drink or um, get coffee or like a small meal. Yeah, and you always share your location. I sh- yeah, like Shade has my location mm-hmm. always. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I always tell someone when I'm gonna go see yeah. somebody new. Yeah, like whenever she meets someone new, she'll be like, "I'm meeting this person at this time at this place. Mm-hmm. I expect to be there for X amount of time." Mm-hmm. And then you'll usually like text me when you're done. Yeah, definitely. Oh, and another thing too is um, this just popped into my head. Um, when you're dancing with someone, um, sometimes they try to like slip fingers oh inside God. of you and shit. Yeah, so, um, like, that's something that, like, you know, again, that you probably don't ever think about, but that's something that, like, you need to, you know, be wary of. Um, I I know some girls would wear tampons, like, even if they weren't on their period, just to, like, prevent that. That's That's horrible. Yeah, just some, like, dirty-ass fingers inside of my vagina. Exactly, I know, like, I would just be like... I think that's the thing about the, like... I'm sure there's, and I want you to speak to this in your own words, but like some something empowering about like being proud of your body and like showing off like all the bomb shit you can do with it, and like it bring people joy and happiness, but also like people then have like access to your body at the same time. And I feel like that, I don't know, that could be kind of difficult because they're paying yeah, you to dance. I feel on them. more empowered. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, I always think about, you know, all these fuck boys, and I'm thinking about, like, you know, me hoeing up in college and, like, 
what did I get from all that? Mm -hmm. Like, maybe some experiences, but I've had the best experiences through sex work. Like, there's shit that I have never thought I would be into, things that I probably wouldn't have explored. I feel more self-confident in my body and everything that it could do. Um, I, like, love that I get paid for my time. Like, I, oh my gosh, like, I had an ex who was a leech, and I am just like, wow, you suck, but, like, I'm getting paid for my time. Like, you know, so, um... Yeah, I just, like, feel like it's a really, it's an energetic exchange Mm. um, because, like, you know, people want to have, like, this personality or, like, this kind of body or this kind of, it's just me. They want to have me. So, um, I think that definitely influenced your, like, business hustle, um, which we can talk about in a little bit. But, like, seeing you start your business, I feel like with this, you are very much, like, serious about people valuing you and your time and like your energy in a way that like from knowing you for a while I'm like oh shit like you don't play you're like no like this is my time you need to respect me you need to respect this and Mm -hmm. like I feel like that's influenced how you move in your business yeah thank you yeah I, I feel so empowered by it and like I really like I said I really love um making other people happy Um, and then also money just makes me really happy. So when people are like throwing money at me, I'm just like, I'm going to bounce my ass a little bit more. Cause I, I'm like, it's like happy twerks. Happy twerks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, did you guys have any other questions or can I shift to Kara talking about her business? Yeah. Shift a lift. So Kara, (laughs) what do you want to tell us? (laughs) Yeah, so I just opened a commercial space um, in Oakland, and let's just say that one more fucking time because you took your money and you didn't buy Birkin bags. Well, you did. <laughs> you did get a bag, but like you didn't buy like a bunch of bullshit, and you bought a space in Oakland, Smart. which I don't think people understand how expensive that is. Yeah, like I have already. Like I want to say. I've spent $30,000 on this space, (laughs) Um, building it out, creating community. Um, It's a space where um, I'm actually working with two other sex workers on uh, creating a sex worker support group in this space. Um, So, yeah, and, like, I I make products um, that are, like, sexually empowering products, like uh, increasing, like, libido and also nurturing uh, reproductive systems uh, for male and female bodies. Um, so, yeah. So that's what I'm I'm doing out here um, with my dinero that I'm making. So. Yes. <laughs> that's super smart and really um, inspiring and really cool. Um, and it's it kind of feels like all these parts fit together in this really interesting way. Like thinking about this, the, your journey. It all, like, found its way together. Like, the, this interest that you had within your sex work is, like, making its way into the, this empowering work you're doing in your space. And I don't know. It's really cool. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, I wanted to just, like, because it's easy to get wrapped up in sex work. Like, you know, there are a lot of girls where 
that's literally their life and that's like what they they all know how to do and um i'm like part of like a slack group of other sex workers um shout outs to slack shout outs to slack um who are really you know other dancers who are really feeling the impacts of this um new law in california so um I, like, reached out to them, and I was just, like, if anybody wants to lead, like, movement classes or, like, oh, oh, (laughs) lead a workshop or, um, you know, so they could have some side hustle. Love that. um, Because there are a lot of skills that we know um, that we could share and, you know, make make a little money from it. So, like, that was, like, something that I, like, kind of threw out there, and then some girls were, like, interested in getting involved, so... Yeah, like I really want to build community and also show that sex workers are people. Like, it's really like not as um, it's not the way that it's like portrayed on TV most of the time. It's the oldest job out there. If we're going to keep it one hundred, yeah, like it could be really empowering. But we also need to like approach it as that way and know that we have power. Um, because of course there are going to be girls who, um, are, are doing it just to get by, but they need to feel empowered. That's why I want to do this like support group. It's going to be like a series of classes, um, about like recognizing your inner goddess, your like inner temptress. Like this is the reason why, um, we're making money is because we have this goddess inside of us. So, um, that people want. So I love that. Yeah. (laughs) so do you see yourself continuing with like camming or um with a sugar daddy or do you ideally want to kind of transition over to only working on your business yeah so right now um I I like like having my sugar daddy because we hang out like once or twice a week now because he's really busy um this season I guess um and I, like, need that money to, like, keep my business going mm-hmm. right now because mm-hmm. it's really hard to start a business. It's not easy. It's hella money, hella energy, um, hella, like, optimism because, like, I, I need to stay positive about this space and, like, know that because the rent is $3,000 without all the, you know, other um, bills and, and stuff. So, um yeah, right now I'm going to continue with my sugar daddy. Um, I wish dancing was going to work out because I just like need to, I'm, I'm like really trying to hone all the hustles. Um, camming, I feel like it takes too much time. Mm-hmm. Um, there are people who like still hit me up on kick and I would make one video every once in a while for them, but it's like not you as lucrative. Fans. I do have fans. Yeah. Shout out JJ Kingsley. <laughs> I'm dead. He was <laughs> He was a consistent one for sure. Um and he like still hits me up and he was like one of my first fans and like he he loves me. Like I don't even know where he lives. I don't know anything <laughs> about this guy. I just know his username. Um but yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, yeah, so I do, and I do want to eventually, you know, 
be more of an independent woman and make my own money from you my are business. an independent woman thanks girl you're thanks, a boss but, you know just like not depending on this dude thank yeah. you yeah i just don't want to depend on someone for money mm-hmm. you know i just i'm i'm securing my bag you know yeah. just a different way yeah <laughs> i still have money in the safe that's that's secure. <laughs> Yo, I love it. She has a whole ass safe. Like it's crazy. Oh my god, <laughs> this is this is really inspiring. Yeah. Do you ladies have any other questions before we get into the what would you do? Uh, not right now. Something might come to my mind, but yeah, let's do the what would you do. So, I know you've listened before, but we have a segment called "What Would You Do," where we get a listener letter text email dm or just situation um and we give them advice all right for sure yeah so we're gonna we're gonna need your advice advice with kara cascade yes oh my god oh that could be a segment oh girl um so i sorry i'm like the queen of paraphrasing the what would you do's but this person reached out and asked about careers and i thought that that would be cool to have you on to kind of talk about Mm -hmm. so this person is asking bgt if they should take a leap of faith and switch careers even though it could potentially be earning less money Mm. or stick with what they're doing because like they're making a lot more and if but they're not like loving their job so would you stay in a career that you weren't super happy but you were making a lot of money or would you switch to something that you're passionate about but you know you're gonna have to like take that pay cut and that happens so often if you Mm want to like switch um your career path or like the work that you're doing Mm. yeah see I did the opposite like I was I went to college for my job that I had that I was making no money but it was so enriching in other ways um and then I shifted to a job or jobs job that like, you know, brought in hella money, but then I got to pursue my dreams. Mm. So I feel like it's really important to save money when you're making bank mm-hmm. because then you can use that money um, to do what actually brings you joy instead of, you know, spending Yo, that's on bullshit. Really, really true. Really true. I know. I kind of can't. I have to think about it in a different kind of way because my, like, the kind of work that I do is so different. But, like, like as a writer, I really just want to afford, like, afford myself the time to do the kind of creative projects I want to do. So I've often thought about just taking, like, some bullshit job that I didn't care about that paid a lot of money that I could just go into the office and just, like, turn my brain off or something or, like, just not be invested so that it didn't, like, have to compete with the stuff that I would rather be doing. But if this person has an opportunity mm-hmm. where like their day job could actually be the thing that they care about, um, yeah, I would say go for that. And eventually you'll you'll move your way back up or find a way to get that money back. But like if it's right there, I would say take yeah. that opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Cause I feel like like while they're doing it though, like while you know, so so they already were offered the job. That the... that I don't know. Okay, so because I feel like um, until they find that job, that they should be you know like 
doing their best to like you know save yeah i feel like that's so important and saving money is so important um especially like when there is that abundance um and then like when you are following your dreams and like you know like having your heart fully into something it'll all Mm. come back eventually Kara, the financial i mean how many times did she just say save money money. jesus lord i just started thinking about my i know i was like oh fuck yeah i was like i didn't even think about that (laughs) Mm -hmm. like put some money away so that you know when it comes down to when you want to open a business when you want to splurge on something or like you know do something to take care of yourself you can have that when the abundance is there because like it's not always it's not always like that like i feel like it comes and flows yeah yeah i would say if you don't have a plan in place and like you don't feel secure like if you went over to this job that you're really passionate about but you are going to be like struggling to make your rent and pay your bills mm-hmm. like maybe you unfortunately have to like hold off but if you could save the money and then take that leap of faith and it'll work out i mm. i think it's doable but and i know people who've done it you know they've switched over they weren't making a lot of money they hustled and like it worked for them mm-hmm. but um i wouldn't overexert yourself if you don't need to right now and then when the time is right, you know, you can you can make the switch. Also, maybe make a budget to see, like, your yeah, and it could be really if you can afford to do that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. And it could be really taxing to also um, do multiple things, like multiple hustles. Like, if you're working one job that brings you a lot of joy and um, is not really well-paying, then you have to do other things. That's true. In order for you to, like, sustain your life. Yeah. So um, that's why I started selling panties. <laughs> when I was teaching, I was like literally in the bathroom being like, this is what I'm wearing right now. And I'm like teaching kids. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it's, that's a really bad one because I like, yeah, I've worked so many jobs at one time trying to just like afford to do the thing that I wanted to do. And then I couldn't even do that thing to the fullest. Like, cause my mind was Mm -hmm. everywhere else thinking about, how yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Agreed. It's like survival mode is like that's also like a whole nother level of like of consciousness of like being so stuck in like how am I gonna eat? How am I gonna pay bills? And that shit is stressful. Mm-hmm. So like I'm really grateful. Like this is why it's like hard for me to like leave my sugar daddy because like I don't need to think like that's like one thing I don't need to think about. I know that all my bills will already be paid for and like I'm but I could focus on my passion and my passion is building community yeah Yeah. so you kind of are in a way very similar to this person in that like you will eventually transition off but you have to like maintain your like day job exactly (laughs) like I don't like I don't plan on marrying him I don't really want to hang out with him anymore because he's like really annoying to be around like yeah no um but and it's like emotional label labor sexual labor but um, it's it's really helping me out right now, yeah. and I could focus on my dreams and focus on my actual like you know my future. I was able to go to school and like yeah. So you did it all. You right. really did, girl. Thank you. I'm super you proud. Really and with that being said, Kara is Kara's. Uh, you kind of black. <laughs> I'm Afro Latina. Okay. She's Afro Latina. 
So she are Afro-Latina doing shit. She are black girl doing shit. Um, and it's just been so amazing. I've known Kara for a while. And honestly, like, her hustle is unmatched. She's so fucking dope mm-hmm. and has given me a totally different perspective on sex workers, which I just so appreciate. And I think that people need to understand that the stigma around sex work is so fucked up people really need to open their eyes to more and i think that people need to give the side eye to these suspect ass corporations that like fuck people over and these abusive governments and these abusive companies and Mm. these fucking abusive monopolies and judge them before they're gonna judge someone who's like hustling with their body wow that how about that one (laughs) how about that um so yeah thank you so much for coming on and and for sharing your story with us and we wish you so much success i'm so excited to see what you do thank you really amazing i'm so proud of you guys you i listen to you all the time i'm one of your biggest fans (laughs) yeah oh my god love that is there anything you want to plug um Anything I want to plug? No, I'm good. Yeah. I'm not going to share my porn. (laughs) (laughs) I really thought that you would. Yeah, no. (laughs) I'm good. I'm good. I'll just shout out BGT because I love you guys so much. That's super sweet. (laughs) All righty. Well, thank you guys for joining us. Enjoy the rest of your day. We will. <laughs> Te amo. Bye. Beep, 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 beep. Just kidding. It's not another episode. It's Chels Pinky here. And I wanted to come and tell you all about an event that we're throwing. Yes, it's an event in Brooklyn. In about two weeks, on April 13th, Black Girls Texting is teaming up with the beautiful and talented Sammy Picone for our first ever pole dancing and community event. On Saturday, April 13th at 4.45, we are hosting a pole dancing class at Incredipole. It's in Brooklyn, so if you're in town, I better see you there. Go to Black Girls Texting on Instagram for more information. Can't wait to meet you in real life, and we love you for listening. Angie's List is now Angie, your home for everything home. Angie still has the same top pros and reviews you've counted on for more than 20 years. Only now, you'll also get access to all the tools you need to make your home a happy place. Inside, outside, big or small, Angie helps you find the right solution for whatever you need done, all from your phone. It's simple to find upfront pricing and instantly book hundreds of projects. You can even search pricing guides to see what others paid for similar jobs and easily compare quotes from top local pros to make sure you're getting a fair price. From lawn care to repairing the AC to the project of your dreams, Angie has your home projects handled from start to finish. Plus, when you book and pay through Angie, they'll cover your project up to the full purchase price plus limited damage protection with their happiness guarantee. Make your home an Angie home. Check out Angie.com today. And for more on the happiness guarantee, go to Angie.com forward slash happiness hyphen guarantee dot HTM. Look, staying healthy isn't easy. Watching your diet, hitting the gym, avoiding stress. But a good night's rest helps boost your overall health and wellness. And it couldn't be easier. The new Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed is the only bed that effortlessly adjusts and responds to both of you. The result? You wake up ready for anything. Proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. 
During our lowest prices of the season, the new Queen Sleep Number 360 C2 Smart Bed is only $899. Only for a limited time. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com.